1: Tom Schumacher and
2: Terry Kennedy. And greetings, everyone, and welcome to The Open Door. This is the Ascended Masters online radio from the Summit Lighthouse, where we publish and practice the teachings of the Ascended Masters. I'm Tom Schumacher.
3: And I'm Terry Kennedy. And now this is a show we've been building towards for a long
2: time, isn't it, Tom? You're absolutely right, Terry. What's happening around the world right now is an awesome and, I think, very important energy shift, and it couldn't come in a bad time. An
3: energy shift, yes. But uh, more than that, what we're beginning to see growing on the spiritual horizon is a movement. Mm -hmm. Some might even call it a revolution. At last,
2: and it couldn't come soon enough. We are witnessing the beginning of a new, (laughs) ta-da, violet flame revolution.
3: And it's for everyone. Uh, You
2: know, isn't that great? I mean, no matter what religion you may belong to or whatever spiritual path you may follow, there's room in all of them for the violet flame. It's universal. Place no favorites and its use can be practiced by anyone, anywhere, young and old alike. Of course, this is not the first time we have focused
3: on the Violet Flame.
2: Well, no, it's not. You know, the Violet Flame has been an ongoing and central theme for our organization, the Summit Lighthouse, since 1958. And it has also been the focus of numerous of our radio programs over these last few years. The reason we're feeling particularly excited at this point in time is is that the Violet Flame is really beginning to catch on for a lot of people all over the world.
3: In fact, we just began a worldwide Violet Flame Novena to focus on world events, Mm -hmm. such as economic conditions, social unrest, elections, and so forth. And in less than 30 days, we had already signed up over a 1,000 people (laughs) in 56 countries, 56 countries, Tom, who were willing to commit a portion of their day to give violent
2: decrees. You know, some have committed only a few minutes each day. Others have signed up for hours daily, and it all helps. It all makes a difference. Thank you for doing this and think you might be interested in joining. What about, um, well, Terry, do you have some information for them?
3: Well, here's all they have to do. Go to tsl.org forward slash catch the flame oh that's right good sign up make a commitment of whatever you can do balance a little
2: karma and do your part <laughs> to save the
3: planet <laughs> once again that's tsl.org forward slash catch the flame
2: yeah and and why should you do this well because you can <laughs> and your energies are sorely needed right now but also because you'll be responding to something that's already deep within you there's something about the violet flame that appeals to people Something in their hearts and souls that simply and deeply responds to this flame. And it's not just another,
3: or I I should say, and it's not just because of its power, Mm -hmm. but uh, for its non-exclusive universality.
2: Well, there you go. There's literally no spiritual practice that the violet flame cannot amplify, complement, and expand.
3: For those in our audience who may not be familiar with the violet flame, and even for those (laughs) of you who are, Here's what the Violet Flame is all about.
2: Yeah. Violet Flame is a truly remarkable and priceless spiritual tool that cleanses, forgives, heals, and transmutes.
3: The Violet Flame has the power to transmute our negative karma.
2: Yeah. And not only does it transmute our negative karma, it can actually accelerate this transmutation. The Violet Flame, used properly, can help us to erase years and even lifetimes of accumulated karma in very short order.
3: And this goes not only for personal karma, but for planetary karma as well. Good point. Uh, I don't know where we'd be without this incredible gift the Ascended Masters have brought to us.
2: You know, and and what a gift it is, Terry. When the Ascended Masters were given the green light to release the violet flame dispensation to those of us still laboring on earth, (laughs) we were given something that spiritual masters and adepts of ages past only rarely glimpsed and usually only found after arduous spiritual labor. We, on the other hand, must consider
3: ourselves extremely fortunate and blessed to have been given access to this remarkable spiritual tool. (laughs) No wonder more and more people are waking up to this incredible potential of the Violet Flame, and no wonder we're beginning to witness a revolution because of it. And we're only scratching the surface of the Violet Flame's power, aren't
2: we, Tom? Well, you're right about that. I mean, the Violet Flame actually acts like a spiritual solvent to clean up our karmic messes. The Violet Flame is the cosmic panacea for healing body, mind, and soul, and for cleaning up all of the gunk that weighs us down and makes us miserable. But, of course, like any tool, it must be used and used properly.
3: Yeah, it's the spiritual equivalent, and we've said this before, of WD-40. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <yeah. laughs> Only it does a lot more than just get us unstuck. It's been called the mercy flame, forgiveness flame, the antidote to negative karma. And like we said, it is the cosmic eraser.
2: Yeah, it's a cleanser that has the power to transmute and erase lifetimes of negative karmic debris. Burns it up on contact.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Again, you have just <clears throat> you just have to know how to use it. I should yeah. say.
2: Yeah. Well, and here at the Summit Lighthouse, teaching the properties and proper use of the violet flame is one of our overarching goals. In fact, just go to www.tsl.org and look up the violet flame. You'll find books, CDs, DVDs. We've even got a decree book that includes a whole section of violet flame decrees. We've got it all.
3: As an example, take our book titled The Science of the Spoken Word. Now, this is your A to Z complete reference to the science and power of decrees.
2: Yep, The Science of the Spoken Word. Yep, Get it, read it, study it. You'll quickly realize that there's nothing else in the world that can compare to the power and effectiveness of the violet flame to change your life and to change the world.
3: And when you invoke the violet flame, you instantly engage the assistance of ascended masters, angels, mm-hmm. and elemental beings to strengthen the power and focus of your decrees.
2: Yeah, try to imagine being surrounded by violet flame angels bringing you comfort, peace, resolution of conflicts, healing. Now
3: that's a great image, yeah. Tom. When we invoke the violet flame, we are sending an entreaty directly to the heart of Saint Germain, the master of the seventh ray, the violet ray, and the hierarch of this age. This age, yeah, the Aquarian age. Right. And in response to our heartfelt call to the the violet flame, Saint Germain is with us, bringing not only his own joy of service and healing, but a host of ministering angels as well to bathe and caress our beings in the blazing glory of the violet flame.
2: well the violet flame is truly a gift to us for accelerating our journey home. A gift from God, Saint Germain, and the ascended masters. Yeah, so let's look again at how we use the violet flame,
3: okay? Yeah, as we've mentioned many times, the method that we know best and use daily is the dynamic decree. Now, this is a means of harnessing the power of the spoken word to achieve
2: a desired result. Yeah, exactly. You know, I think we all know that words have power. In fact, sound vibration plays a central role in creation. When we focus our energy and intentions through our throat and heart chakras, we are setting up an alchemical process that has the power to create. And it
3: is a powerful energy that we are wielding. Now, this is not kid stuff.
2: No, the vital flame is the flame that means business.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so knowing how to manifest it through the, through the spoken word has to come with a proviso.
2: Well, like be careful what you wish for.
3: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Remember what we've said about our innate and inherent power to co-create with God? Yeah. Well, all spiritual gifts come with a warning label. You are using the power of God. Use it wisely.
2: You know, none of us needs to add any more to our karmic debt.
3: That's right. We're probably over our credit line (laughs) anyway. And as we've been saying, if we want to pay down that karmic debt, there's nothing better than the violet flame for doing just that. The violet flame works wonders for accelerating the transmutation of our negative karma.
2: In fact, it is possible to dissolve lifetimes of this negative substance buildup, sometimes in a matter of months, Through the regular use of the violet flame. You know, it's not a stretch at all to refer to the violet flame
3: as miraculous. It truly is capable of producing miracles in even the toughest of situations.
2: Yeah, again, use the violet flame to call for healing. For yourself, your loved ones, your community, your nation, the whole world. Call on the Violet Flame to forgive yourself and others. You know, and focusing on your own healing and forgiveness may seem selfish and self-serving when so much in the world needs our prayers.
3: But by raising your own spiritual energies and bringing yourself up higher, you are more able to hold the light that will be available for others through your prayers and your actions.
2: You know, and that's what's been happening with the Violet Flame Marathon we mentioned earlier. If any of you listening in would like to join this Planetary Violet Flame Vigil, You are most welcome to join. Here's all you have to do. Go to tsl.org forward slash catch the flame. No spaces. That's tsl.org forward slash catch the flame.
3: And if you're still unsure about how much difference the violet flame can make, here's a statement and also a special dispensation from the Ascended Masters. Here's what they have said. Quote, if for one month you kept a 24-hour vigil to the violet flame, it could change the course of history.
2: How about that? Yeah, how about that? We're not asking one single person to do 24 hours continuous. We're talking about people coming together, doing a couple minutes here, a couple minutes there, maybe an hour, whatever. Mm -hmm. But this is what... Um, the Violet Flame Marathon participants have signed up to do, change the course of history. And we're aiming high. And, you know, why not? You know, what do we have to lose except (laughs) a lot of darkness, fear, hopelessness, and hatred?
3: And add a lot of peace, harmony, and healing in the process. Not a bad trade. Not
2: at all. So again, is it any wonder that we're beginning to see a virtual revolution in world consciousness with Violet Flame right in the middle?
3: It's certainly no mystery to us. And as soon as you tune into the power and joy of the Violet Flame, you'll understand what we mean.
2: Yeah. Uh, you want books, articles, and other information about the Violet Flame? Again, visit TSL.org and follow the prompts. That's tsl, TSL.org. And now back to the movement. <laughs> well,
3: what is it that we're really talking about here, Tom? Well,
2: in a nutshell, it's this. I think when people ask us what we are at the Summit Lighthouse and what we represent, the answer is simple. We are a worldwide movement focused on expanding light, fostering peace, and bringing spiritual freedom to all through the universal teachings of the Ascended Masters and through the transformative action of the Violet Flame.
3: And these twin goals of spreading the teachings of the Ascended Masters and raising world consciousness through the use of the Violet Flame complement all major religions and spiritual paths. That's a really great
2: point. All major religions and spiritual paths. This movement of revolution again is inclusive rather than exclusive.
3: Violet flame to change the world. And now that's really what we're talking about here, isn't it?
2: Well, you know, that is the essence of it. A violet flame revolution to change the world. It's exciting. No two ways about it, and long overdue. Yeah, so what is the violet flame, and what can it do for you? In the in the upcoming interview, Elizabeth Clare Prophet answers this question and much more coming up in our next segment. Please don't go away. <laughs>
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Seek greater awareness. On the spiritual quest, our
1: upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, The power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature, fulfill your divine purpose, and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? follow the ascended masters these great saints and sages of east and west have walked where you walk they are committed to helping you to find your way home and their teachings are always practical our goal on the open door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. And we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org.
0: This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network.
1: You are listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door.
2: So, once again, what is the violet flame? In ages past, it was only glimpsed by seers, mystics, and saints, and now it's available to all. In the following interview, Elizabeth Clare Prophet examines the phenomenon and the reality of the violet flame. Our interviewer is Doug Kenyon.
4: We've talked thus far a great deal about the evolving soul and what it is that the soul is destined for in terms of the Christ. But I think the question that's really important is how? How does the soul become the Christ?
5: People have tried to get to God by many means. They have followed the path of yoga. They have followed the path of asceticism. And we hear the question, Canst thou by searching find out God? We find that we really do not have the faculties to experience God within our limited consciousness. Flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. The term kingdom uh, means consciousness when we read it esoterically in the Bible. So we have to find a point within ourselves which becomes that point of contact with the real. In other words, if God had not placed a portion of himself, a portion of the word, with us to incarnate with us, we would not have an opening to find him. The opening then always begins with the flame of the spirit that is in our heart. We cannot find God by the intellect, we cannot find God by the emotions, we cannot find God by physical austerities, nor can we find him through the subconscious plane. Having exhausted these possibilities, we have to find God through God. Well, what is the essential nature of God? Moses said to the children of Israel, that which is recorded in the book of Deuteronomy, the Lord thy God is a consuming fire. We hear the reference to God as a fire throughout the Old and New Testament. John the Baptist said, One cometh after me whose shoes I am not worthy to unlatch. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. It is this baptism of the sacred fire that we seek. And we begin seeking it always in the within. When we meditate upon the sacred fire in the heart, We soon discover that this pulsating light, which comes clearly to our consciousness, accelerates to a vibration which reads as the color violet. Hence the term the violet flame. The violet flame has been seen by seers, by mystics, and by saints. It is the flame of the Holy Spirit, and it is also the flame that is revealed in the Aquarian age. It is the seventh ray aspect of the Holy Spirit. The time for mankind's realization has come, and the ascended master Saint Germain is the one who sponsors the release of this flame. How does the soul get to God? The soul gets to God by the invocation of this flame, by meditation upon the flame, by bathing his consciousness in the flame until he experiences that transmutation, that change of his energy and his consciousness that was always promised by the Hebrew prophets. The promise of forgiveness, the promise of making the sins white as wool, though they be as scarlet. The promise of the forgiveness of the Holy Spirit is our only way out of the level of non-alignment which the Buddha referred to as Dukkha, or suffering. He taught us that all life is suffering. In other words, when we are out of alignment with the inner law of being, we suffer. That suffering is our sense of sin. We get back to that alignment by the power of God to erase sin. Whence comes this power? The Hindus call the Holy Spirit the destroyer, Shiva, the one who breaks down The misqualified energies or the misuses of life, which we have brought forth by our misuse of free will. For example, hatred is a misuse of free will. We have free will to qualify God's energy as love or as hatred. If we have qualified it as hatred, that energy rests with us. It remains with us as part of our consciousness until we transmute it by love. The power of the Holy Spirit to transmute hatred into love manifests to us by this dispensation of the violet flame. How do we invoke the violet flame? Well, we can give a simple mantra where we affirm the name of God, I am, and then declare that that I am is the violet flame right where we are. This is a mantra that I like to give to increase the manifestation of the violet flame in my aura. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. This little mantra becomes a meditation and a visualization that is anchored in the physical temple by the spoken word. Giving the word to our thoughts and our feelings through the throat chakra is the means whereby we gain a new dimension from our prayers, from our mental affirmations, because the throat chakra specifically applies to the bringing into the physical form of that which is in the mind and that which is in the heart. This is why when people begin to give these mantras, they experience an immediate acceleration of consciousness. The violet flame, then, is the first step on the path of initiation with the ascended masters, the first step of the point of the return of the soul to the spirit or to the I Am Presence. It is interesting to note that the first miracle which Jesus wrought in Cana of Galilee was at the wedding, the marriage feast. He turned the water into wine. This symbolizes the turning of the water of the human consciousness into the wine of the spirit. Interestingly, wine itself is a purple color or a violet color. And this gives the clue to those who are the mystics, that Jesus was using this seventh ray aspect of the Holy Spirit. When Shakespeare wrote, The quality of mercy is not strained, it droppeth as the gentle rain from heaven upon the place beneath. It is twice blessed, it blesseth him that gives and him that takes. He was putting in the mouth of Portia a key to the alchemy of this seventh age. The quality of mercy and the quality of forgiveness is the very power of alchemy that is in the violet flame. Mercy, then, is like a cosmic eraser. When we invoke the flame of mercy as the Holy Spirit, it actually erases the effects, the memory, and the cause of sin in our lives. To the Easterner, this would be the balancing of karma. The balancing of karma. Now, what is karma? Karma is simply cause-effect sequences that we have set up by free will. Jesus stated it, as a man soweth, that shall he also reap.
4: If the violet flame is such a crucial part of the mystics' tradition and experience, why haven't we heard about it before? It seems to me that the Bible makes no reference to it, nor do any other scriptures that I'm familiar with, at least not directly.
5: We remember the words, it is not lawful for a man to utter. Mm
4: -hmm.
5: Those words indicate that over the centuries, Jesus Christ, Gautama Buddha, and many spiritual teachers have taken certain disciples who were qualified aside to teach them the inner mysteries. Up until this century, it was not lawful for those disciples to utter their understanding of the violet flame, because the use of the violet flame in general, in the open, on earth, was not allowed. And this is because of mankind's misuse of the law of forgiveness. To go and to petition God for forgiveness and to go out and repeat the same sin shows that mankind is still a child and not mature enough to understand that the energy of God is precious and that if God gives his forgiveness, we must go and sin no more.
4: What's changed in the last hundred years?
5: Well, every hundred years, the Lord God increases his consciousness, his cosmos, within us and within the evolutions of earth. We see progress in the field of science, in civilization, in the social order. We are finding that there is also progress in religion. And therefore we believe in progressive revelation because our God is a God who is continually transcending himself. This is the nature of a transcendent God. His law remains the same yesterday, today, and forever. But our awareness of God constantly transcends itself. And this is why we need to keep an open heart for God to speak to us. And so in this age, as we enter the age of Aquarius, the dispensation is this gift of the Holy Spirit. You'll notice that this has its pattern in the world's religion. Never has there been such a surge of devotion to the Holy Spirit as there has been in this century. Even in the last 2,000 years, it is because the Holy Spirit is the sacred fire action that culminates in the individual revelation of the violet flame. It is time for the Holy Spirit. It is time for the Comforter. It's time for the violet flame.
4: You're saying then the violet flame is the key to the unfolding of the new age?
5: The violet flame is actually the flame of freedom. And unless mankind make use of this flame, they will find themselves so burdened by their own momentum of sin that they will see that mental disease, emotional disease, and physical disease will increase as we find the fulfillment of Jesus' prophecy from the 24th chapter of of Matthew of that which will occur in the end of the age. The end of the age he was speaking of was the age of Pisces, the 2,000-year period of his dispensation. We are in the final hours of that age, and we see how wars and rumors of wars and pestilence and famine are upon the earth. It is the violet flame when invoked by Christians, Jews, Mohammedans, will result in the balancing of those energies so that we will not have to pass through a period of intense cataclysm, but so that we can make the transition into the new dispensation without actually the loss of life and limb as, as the price.
4: To what extent would the violet flame uh, have to be invoked before it could actually influence what's happening in one's life or what's happening in one's world?
5: Beloved El who, as I mentioned, was St. Thomas More, gave to us the heart, head, and hand decrees for the invocation of the violet flame. These decrees take only ten minutes a day to give. They are mantras, they are fiats, they are meditations. All an individual has to do is to begin to decree just ten minutes a day and he will realize the transformation of his life. So powerful is the Holy Spirit.
2: Wow, just 10 minutes a day. That's not much. <laughs> That's not much. Nah. Well, up next, our weekly QA. And today, once again, we're joined by Reverend Sidney Bennett. Please stay with us.
0: Be visionary. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. On the spiritual quest, our upward journey hinges on four basic
1: questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature. Fulfill your divine purpose and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God, where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit www.tsl.org.
0: The 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. You are listening to The
1: Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door.
2: Yes, indeed. Back to the open door. Um, Now, joining us today is Reverend Sidney Bennett to help us explore the power and magnitude of the violet flame. Hi, Sid. Hi, gentlemen. Hi, Sid. Um, Is it accurate to call what's happening around the world, you know, that is the violet flame seemingly catching on everywhere, Uh, a revolution?
6: Well, when you understand that revolutions change things dramatically, very clearly the violet flame revolution has begun and let's understand that this begins it's almost an invisible revolution at the beginning because the spiritual flame begins at a spiritual level and it works itself down to the physical and of course we can treat you know or try to solve problems of the physical and, and whether it be health or otherwise but if we have to we have to go to the core of them and the record of them and that's where the spiritual flame can really make a difference so we've got a lot of people have been doing a violet flame, gosh, for almost 100 years now, mm-hmm. and it has changed the planet. And as it accelerates, it will continue to change the planet because it has a cumulative effect. It can transmute past records, and then you can move on and obviously transmute more and more. And uh, hopefully yeah. we're not making more records on a, as a planetary scale than we are transmuting it. Okay. But clearly it's a revolution both at an individual and a planetary level.
3: Yeah. Oh, well, can the Violet Flame really change the world, or is it just another <laughs> example of Tom's irrepressible enthusiasm?
2: Oh, I no. <laughs> <laughs> Irrepressible enthusiasm? Yeah. Well, well, you know, I mean. It's
6: more than Tom, let's put yeah, it that way. Yeah, let's
2: put it that way. You know, but I, I do resemble every Mark. <laughs> yes, you Thank do. you very much. Um,
6: you know, I think yeah. that one of the deceptive things about the Violet Flame is how simple it is. Yeah, You know, we think that a solution to the world's problems has to be complex. We need really smart people. You know, <laughs> maybe that's our problem. We have too many smart people. Well, I think but they're it's smart. It's the simplicity yeah. of God. Yeah. A child can do this. And so what we have to be careful of is that we don't, Say, well, that's too simple. In other words, not use it because it looks too easy. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy. It's powerful. It's dynamic. It is very deep. But a child can use the violet flame and that's the miracle of it.
2: You know, I I think it's pretty clear that we're all pretty enthusiastic about this movement, you know, this violet flame revolution. And here's a great way to catch this flame. Become a keeper of the flame. Yes, Tom. And, and this is how you can
3: become sponsored by the send, by the ascended master, Saint Germain himself. The Keepers of the Flame fraternity is a non-denominational fraternity in the tradition of ancient spiritual orders that was founded by Saint Germain in 1961 as a way of uniting warriors of light who will pledge to see the earth through to a golden age of freedom, peace, Mm -hmm. and enlightenment. By keeping the flame of
2: life. You know, Keepers of the Flame receive monthly lessons that reveal a wealth of teachings from many of the Ascended Masters on a wide range of topics, all designed to open your eyes, your mind, and your heart to a wonderful and vast spiritual reality. In, in
3: fact, many who receive these Keepers' lessons recognize instantly how hungry their souls have been <laughs> for this knowledge. I know I, I did myself. Me too. And and among the many lessons you will receive, there is a special focus on, on both the theory and effective practice of the violent flame. Yeah, that's a really
2: good point. You know, and what's more, these lessons are now available online and include an abundance of complimentary material specially designed to enhance your learning experience.
3: And for more details about the Keepers of the Flame fraternity and how you can join, please visit tsl.org slash keepers. That's tsl.org slash keepers.
2: Now, let just go back to uh, City here. What is it about the violet flame that you feel attracts people?
6: Well, I think it's an understanding of the flame of God. And I think we all have that innate awareness that God is a flame. We know, as Mrs. Prophet said in the Bible, it's mentioned and so forth. And so a flame makes so much sense to us. We understand how a physical flame works. It burns, it transmutes its power. When we say someone's got fire in their gut, you yeah. know, they've got power, they've yeah. got light. So I think that attracts people. I think The other thing is people are getting to the point where they realize there are no human solutions. I mean, try to unravel the situation in the Middle East. I mean, there is no human solution to that or to the economy or the, the problems beset this planet. And so they know innately that God has to intercede and has to help us. But what the violet flame does, it gives a way for everyone to participate in it. And again, we go back to the teaching that God has given us dominion over this octave and he will not interfere with our free will. So if we want God to save the planet... We have to do our part. We can't be passive. Yeah. And by drawing forth the violet flame, we draw forth this energy to transmit these records, these burdens, not only on a personal scale, but on a planetary scale. That's what I love about this. It has a twofold action. When you're working for yourself and your family, you're also working for the planet. Mm-hmm. Well,
2: you know, and I know, Terry, you're chomping at the bit to ask a question. But <laughs> let, let me intercede this real quick. Um, a moment ago, you mentioned uh, something that I think is a key point many people just kind of overlook, maybe we just miss. This is simple. This is not a complicated teaching we're talking about. This is something that is actually available to everybody. It doesn't take, you know, may used to perhaps, but not anymore. Now we can actually grab this and hold it and use it
6: today. Right. And and I think that God and the Ascended Masters realize as we're coming into this key point in our evolution in history, literally the Battle of Armageddon, that we needed extra tools or yep. things weren't going to quite work out. Right. And so they've been given this to us. And, you know, that's it's the we have to recognize it and understand it and use it. It's like love. Love is simple, and yet obviously, it's one of the most complex things in the universe. <laughs> yeah. And the violet flame is simple, but its effect is so profound and so powerful that it goes beyond our human comprehension. To it. So, if we have trust and faith that this is the flame of God, and it will change ourselves and the planet, then we use it. And I can tell you, as Mrs. Prophet says, try it for ten minutes a day. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the that's time you watch much. advertisements in one evening yeah. on the TV. <laughs> You know, try it for 10 minutes and yeah. see what happens. Yeah.
3: You know, one of the key points we made in our opening segment of the show is that the violet flame is universal, that it's a it's a great fit for all religious and spiritual paths. But let me ask you that. What, what makes it so unique and at the same time so widely applicable?
6: Well, again, it's the universality of God, obviously, that mm-hmm. we're talking about here. And, and God has sent many teachers and masters in the various religions to help us to get closer to him. But this applies to everyone. And again, going back to simplicity of it. And I, what I want to mention about the violet flame, used properly, it can do, at, can never do any harm to anyone. Mm-hmm. It can only do good. Great point. So wow. when you have a sincere heart and you do your best, you know, you can never hurt anybody. You can only help them. And you always, you know, it's like we teach with them, whether it's the violet frame or any other decree, you always say, let it be done according to God's will. Yeah. Because we don't know what God's will is for everybody, but we know the light of God Hurt no one that is uh, ready to receive that, and yeah. it never and it never fails, and it
2: never fails. The of God never fails. Yeah. Well, um, we, another point that was made um, just a few moments ago has to do with the fact that at one time the Violet Flame it was not lawful to um, speak of it. Um, you know, right. he, outside of the Inner Mystery Schools, the Inner Temples, the, but the Violet Flame has been known for quite a long time. But it is only recently that the mainstream has begun to tune into this marvelous cosmic flame. Why is that?
6: Well, the violet flame was always a very inner and deep teaching. You have to realize that the law of karma actually prevented people from getting that teaching, the density and so forth, that they created around themselves. And so it was only those that had made tremendous spiritual progress Mm -hmm. that could receive that teaching and also could be trusted to use it properly. So when St. Germain went before... the the powers that be in heaven, and ask for this dispensation, he was taking a risk because it can be misused. (laughs) And he gets the karma if it's misused. But he could see, and he loved us so deeply, that if we didn't get this, we probably weren't going to make it.
2: Wow. Wow. We'll we'll come back to that in a moment.
6: Yeah. Uh,
3: Knowing that the violet flame is available is one thing, and using it is quite another. What... What's the best
6: way to use the violet flame? Start out simply. It could be the simple, I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desire. Hmm. Or as Mrs. Prophet mentioned, the heart, head, and hand decrees, which I think you can find on our website. It takes 10 minutes a day to do that. You know, Don't think you have to sit down and do six hours of violet flame because let's face it, it's not going to happen. We have to build a momentum on this like we do on anything else. So start out slowly and give the words with love and feeling and ask God, to show you the results of the use of your violet flame. That's a lawful regress. God, I'm going to give this. Could you show me so I can understand where it makes a difference? Try it in relationships. Yeah. That's the greatest place for the violet flame. Oh, yeah. yeah, as
2: a parent, too. Um, well, I, I, I'm going to kind of put a little tease out there, too, because we, we know this from being in the teachings for a while, but everybody can know this, too. There is another dispensation, and in fact, there's a number of them that say if you will give 15 minutes of continuous violet flame, then there are multiplication dispensations available that will actually make that fifteen minutes suddenly well a whole lot
6: more, right? Indeed. And and this is another understanding we have. Of course we you know God requires us to exercise our free will to invoke the violet flame. But there are masters ready to give their momentum behind that multiply and expand it. In this case, if you give 15 minutes of devoted violet flame, it will be multiplied by the power of 10. So that's what, 150 minutes? That's two and a half hours. Yeah. So you can see, understanding these dispersations, understanding the teachings, I mean, you can really take off using this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, uh,
3: kind of combining a couple of questions here, can anyone use and benefit from the violet flame? And is it possible to
6: misuse the violet flame? Well, yes, everyone can benefit from the violet flame. There's absolutely no question about that. And we'll talk maybe a little later in the program about what it actually does and why it helps so much. Mm-hmm. So anyone can use it with a pure heart and pure motive. You know, we can't sin and then go around and say, well, I'll use it by the way, chance, <laughs> it, and then plan right. to sin again. We right. may make the same mistake twice, but as long as we're contrite and we do our best, that's God, all God expects of us. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is possible to misuse it. And so you always want to say it according to God's holy will and to always put your love into it as well. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah,
2: you know, great point. Well, we've got to take a break here, but please don't go away. When we return, we'll continue our discussion of the wondrous qualities of the violet flame with Sydney Bennett.
0: The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. On the spiritual quest, our
1: upward journey hinges on four basic questions. Who am I? Why am I here? Where am I going? How do I get there? Who are you? You are a spiritual being, a child of God. And when you recognize this, your whole world changes for the better. No matter where you are or who you're with, the power of this inner knowing will compel you to come up higher. Why are you here? To master your human nature. Fulfill your divine purpose and become one with God. Where are you going? Simply put, you are returning home to the heart of God where your soul's journey began so very long ago. How do you get there? Follow the Ascended Masters. These great saints and sages of East and West have walked where you walk. They are committed to helping you to find your way home. And their teachings are always practical. Our goal on The Open Door is to keep the spiritual journey as simple and uncomplicated as possible so that all who choose can walk this path with confidence and certainty. The Open Door is live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and we are the Summit Lighthouse, the pathway to your ascension. For more information, visit
0: www.tsl.org. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are
1: listening to The Open Door, hosted by Tom Schumacher and Terry Kennedy. If you have a question or comment about our series, please send your emails to webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. Now, back to The Open Door. And
2: once again, welcome back, everyone. Uh, I kind of ducked us out of that last segment a bit early, so we got uh, some more time here to uh, talk about our favorite talk, the violet flame.
6: That's good. Um,
2: before the last break, we were talking about what the violet flame can be used for. Is there anything you want to add to that, Sid?
6: Yeah, I, I think we want to understand the concept of the violet flame. You know, the masters teach that light is the alchemical key. In other words, light changes things. It's almost like a chemical process, if you will. And so the violet flame changes things whether it's family, whether it's health, whether it's finances, whether it's your job, whether it's your school, whether it's the planet. So when it's like interjecting a, a spiritual energy into your world in any place you want it. Now, it doesn't immediately make you rich or make you healthy or whatever, but it, it changes the equation that you're dealing with. And you can use it to move forward as you, you know, gain your mastery and the things the masters wanted to teach you and life wants to teach you. But it, it, it changes the whole process. It's like an ingredient makes things different for you and for others. And that's where you can get very excited about this flame. And, you know, it can, it can clear, clear the air, so to speak, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it can purify things around you. You can see more clearly. You can understand more clearly. You can think more clearly. It changes things.
2: It does. And I know that, um, in, as we've spoken of before with prayer in general, we don't always get to see the answer precisely as we envision it. I mean, the, again, as you had said earlier, as we adjust these prayers and calls to the will of God, that we then, re- we relieve ourselves of any, you know, personal expectation and let God's will
6: be the one that's And, and, and things there. have to come forth in cycles and time, you know. And, of course, we mentioned and mentioned in other shows that every morning you get a little bag of karma on your doorstep. <laughs> yeah. that the angel oh. right to you. And <laughs> so we start out every morning along with our calls to Archangel Michael for protection. We do the violent flame and transmute as much as that karma as possible. Mm-hmm. Now sometimes it will have to manifest to a certain extent physically because we have to learn lessons. In other words, this is this is not a genie in the bottle that excludes us from responsibility or accountability, but it changes everything. It's like that, you know, booster yep. that will get us through the day, through our karma, through all these things. And it can change history. And that's that's a pretty powerful statement. Well, before my next question, I was just thinking,
3: you know, you can adjust this, I am a being of violet fire, I am the purity God desires, you can say, America is a nation of violet fire, America is the purity God desires, you can do
6: something like that. You can do it with family members, friends, your city, whatever it is, because it can only do good, and it can change things, and can help people. Well, let me ask you this then, Can, can we use the violet flame to affect others in any way, such as healing? Yes, I mean, we can invoke the violet flame on behalf of others. Now, of course, they have their free will and they have their karma. And so, you know, they need to deal and learn. And, of course, at a certain point, you hope they invoke it for themselves. But, yes, you can interject light into situations that will actually change things. And, you know, you mentioned healing here. And I want to mention that the Ascended Masters very much support the use of medical science and the things that have come forth uh, through technology and so forth for our healing these days. In other mm-hmm. words, that's, that's a gift and a mercy itself mm-hmm. to have this technology. So they're not against the use of the medical profession and appropriate medical healers and so forth. So you use the violet flame in conjunction with that. Yeah. And that's really key because, you know, it's sometimes it's like, I always like to use the analogy, you know, you don't, if you have a flat tire, you don't sit in your car. And do violet flame, you know, <laughs> you got to get out and change the tire. You know That's what I mean? Right. So, and then you put violet flame into that, so to speak. So yeah. it's, it's, it, you know, you, you understand how the masters want us to work, not only in the physical plane, but the spiritual as well. So the violet flame is a tremendous compliment. And yet you can pray for healing for people. But you know, the other thing the masters teach is that, yes, we all look for, for relief of surface symptoms, mm-hmm. you know, if we're mm-hmm. ill and so forth. But what really want change is the core and the cause that problem? Is it a karma from 10,000 years ago that needs to be transmuted before you can receive a complete healing? So you understand that you have to trust God to use that flame where it is needed most, because most assuredly it will be used to the benefit of the person or persons that you're calling forth. And you don't want them to misuse it, because then they make karma. So that's why you always say, according to God's will.
2: But yeah, I yeah. mean, I, I think we can address the violet flames kind of like the cosmic super supplement. Yeah. As you said, it doesn't take the place of uh, your, any medical interaction that you may require. We want to make sure that people understand this is not being offered as an alternative to right. allopathic medicine or any it's other a compliment it's a compliment yeah. and you also is something that i think is really worth uh, repeating and that is that the vital flame goes after and these are the words that we use typically in our in our calls and our prayers goes after the cause effect record and memory of whatever it is that is the root of what we're experiencing the karma that we're finding out picture in our lives right cause effect
6: record and memory you know, people look for healing, and what do they look for? They look for the relief of the physical symptoms, and that's understandable. We all do that. There's nothing wrong with that, Right. but we have to look beyond that, and sometimes God will bring us an illness not only because we have karma, but he wants to teach us something. And so he won't take that illness away completely because he so loves us, he wants us to learn the lesson that that illness can bring on ourselves and others. Mm -hmm. So that's where the trust comes. But using the violet flame will make a difference, obviously.
2: Well, uh, again, I I know we're going back to some ground we certainly covered a few times, but maybe one more time. What actually happens when we invoke violet flame?
6: The violet flame repolarizes energy at the cellular level. In other words, you can visualize this flame coming in. It's a spiritual flame. It's not a physical flame, although it certainly has attributes of a physical flame. And it goes through, and for instance, we have what we call our electronic belt, which is kind of below our waist area, which is we carry around all the misqualified energy that, that we have made using God's energy. And that's a weight or a burden upon us. And so the violet flame will repolarize that energy and then take that energy and lift it to our causal body by our RM presence. So all of a sudden, instead of a weight, it becomes light. And all of a sudden, instead of wearing, weighing us down, it lifts us up. Mm-hmm. So the violet flame can do this not only with things done in this lifetime, but going back to our very first embodiment in the matter planes. And that's an amazing dispensation because we don't even know what we did. But we can assume we've done everything there is to do on this planet. And no matter how devout and loving we are, we've all made mistakes. And this this is, of course, the answer to why bad things happen to good people. Mm -hmm. It's not because they're not good people. It's because they have an ancient karma that they would never commit again because they've changed. And yet the karma has come full circle. And that's where the violet flame is such a gift and a grace. Because we can put it into that karma and say, I would never do that again, but I still have the karma. Let's transmute it so I don't have to have it manifest physically in some dire consequence in the world, either in this life or another time. Well, it's
2: it's God's mercy, as we said before, that gives us the
6: opportunity to balance this karma. It's a tremendous grace. I mean, again, it's like whoa, you know, this sounds too good to be true, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. and yet it's true. And the reason it's true is because obviously God is not necessarily complicated. He's very simple in the, in the solutions he brings forth, but he loves us so much, and St. Germain has loved us so much that he wants some way out for us, some solution that will solve this dilemma because we haven't balanced our karma enough to make it, and to make our ascension. And so this is the way God has given us in conjunction with all these things we need to work out at the physical level sure, in our service and our path and so forth. Right. Well, the Ascended Masters have told us
3: that if we do a certain amount of violet flame decrees, they will apply a dispensation that will multiply these decrees by, by quite a lot in some cases.
2: Well, we talked a little bit of that before. Yeah, you mentioned
3: yeah. that earlier. But, Sid, would you elaborate on this dispensation concept and tell... Tell us
6: what this could mean in terms of accelerating the transmutation of our karma. You know, the the Ascended Masters obviously understand cosmic law and that they can't intercede in this plane unless we ask them to. But they also understand that there's a way they can take our actions and multiply them. In other words... Because we take the initiative to do the violet flame decrees, they can then put their full power momentum of their tremendous attainment on the violet flame and multiply those calls. So it's it's like again, it's, they, they kind of found a way around it, so to speak, mm-hmm. because we not really around it, but understand it because we take the initiative, then whoosh, they could come in and make it, you know, ten times more powerful, as we mentioned, with 15 minutes. And mm-hmm. there's other dispensations, too, that you can learn and understand. Mm-hmm. But it's not just one voice. This is why you with God can make a difference on this planet. Yeah. And, and also, like you and I together, you and I is uh power of, uh, what, two times two is four. Right. So, in right. individually we're one, together is two is four. And ten together is a power of a hundred. Right. Yeah. And you start adding in these dispensations, and you can see... How light can really make an incredible difference in the violet flame on this planet. You know, the IM movement from the 1930s at one time filled Soldier Field in Chicago with people doing the violet flame. Oh, it's my amazing. God. Can that. you imagine
2: that? I can imagine that. I imagine the planet got lifted up um, quite a bit Indeed. <laughs> at that point. Right. Well, you know, once again, we, we talk about calls and decrees quite often. And I think many of our regular listeners probably recognize that because we do talk about them so much. But would you please remind us just what a decree is and how it works? Sure.
6: You know, we have God's energy pouring through us 24 hours a day. This is what beats our heart, animates our being, gives us the power to think, to talk, everything we do. So it's coming from God. It comes through our heart chakra, from our I am presence. And then what we do with that energy is really up to us. We qualify it 24 hours a day, even when we're sleeping. We can qualify with love, with hate, you know, whatever it is that we do, we qualify the energy. So we either make good karma or not so good karma. What the science of the spoken word teaches is focalizing these energies through decrees that have been given by the ascended masters that are scientific in nature, that have a, an equation essentially a part of them, mm-hmm. to focus the energies through our, our, our throat chakra and, of course, through our heart chakra. And so bring about very specific changes in our world, or on the planet, or if you need a certain healing light aspect of God, if you need abundance, if you need God direction, if you need the will of God, it's very powerful. And by using our chakras and focalizing the light, we do become, we are co-creators with God anyway, mm-hmm. but we become uh, enlightened co-creators, if you mm-hmm. will, and as much more power to help ourselves and others if we understand the proper use of them. Yeah, and
2: then in terms of the equation of a decree, you have the the salutation of the open where you address God or ask for God's intercession with the angels or the masters. You have the middle part, which is the call or the decree itself. And then you seal it at the end to kind of complete the circle. Yeah. And
6: I think again, remembering that we don't do this. This is not a mental body exercise mm-hmm. or our mind. It's got to have the spiritual equation. And so we ask in the name of the Christ, in the name of our mighty I am presence, our holy Christ self, in the name of Jesus Christ, you know, we call forth this light. And so that gives us the power and authority because our human consciousness has no power and authority. And no, we wouldn't want it interfering anyway, because, you know, it's obviously imperfect. So we want to, we invoke the, the, the sponsorship of God, we give forth the decree, and then we accept it done. You know, Jesus, when he called forth Lazarus, he said, Father, I thank you for hearing my prayer before he gave it. Mm -hmm. And so we thank God for hearing and answering. Yeah. Yeah. Does it matter what language the decree is given in? Well, the the decrees of the ascended master have been given in English, and English is very close to an angelic tongue we've been taught. And so that is the preferred language of decrees. But if people don't speak English, then obviously, for instance, we've translated decrees into Spanish and so forth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That certainly has power. But to the, to the best of, of people's ability, uh, use English. You know, it's interesting. The Masters sponsored the English, British Empire to spread English around this planet simply so they could have more people being able to understand these teachings and use the decrees.
2: They did a darn good job. (laughs) They sure did. Well, you know, though we typically use our mouths and throat chakras for delivering decrees, the masters have encouraged us to decree through our
6: hearts. Can you explain this idea? Well, again, understanding this is not a rote type of thing where we sit down and, you know, repeat things over and over again. We repeat decrees because we draw down the light. But there has to be the infusion of the heart of the love, of the devotion, the love of God, the love of man, uh, to be part of these to make them effective. You know, it's interesting. For those that that for some reason can't give decrees vocally, can do them mentally and in their heart when mm-hmm. they infuse them uh, because that is has power in that area as well. It's preferable to use the throat chakra if you can, but if you can't, you do them soundly. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, let me ask you this. How important is pace and diction in giving
6: decrees? Well, again, you know, um, if you're learning <laughs> how to correct. sing... You have a teacher, mm-hmm. okay, right. and breathing and so on and so forth. I've never learned a saying, so I can't compliment, comment too much on that. <laughs> but even when you're learning decrees, <laughs> you, you need to understand there is a best way to give it. However, that should not deter anyone from starting. You can start out and just use them as a prayer. If you don't know how, if you don't know the pace or so forth, just give them as a prayer from mm-hmm. your heart, and it is your love that will change things. And I mentioned we also have a lot of CDs that have decrees on them that you can follow along with if you have the written word and learn it at pace and rhythm. But the most important thing is to start, is to try it, and to use it, and see what you experience. Um, and that can be done by anyone, any place. Um, Only a few minutes a day.
3: Absolutely. I, I can remember when I first started decreeing, I was decreeing silently in a motel room. I am a being of violet fire. I am the purity God desires. I didn't want
6: anybody to hear me necessarily. I wanted to just try it out, and then it got louder. And You, you know, when I started... With, with these teachings and I, I felt a challenge are you going to try this or not I said okay I'm going to do you know five minutes a day and yeah. I sat down and that five minutes became ten and fifteen and so forth and after two weeks I said hey I'm different something's working
2: <laughs> yeah. well it is infectious well on that note we're going to have to leave you all today our hour has already just flown by I want to say thank you again to Sid Bennett for your help appreciate sure. it And, uh, Terry, good to be with you.
3: Good to be with you. Thank you. We want to thank all of you for listening and joining us today. We hope you find the subjects we share illuminating and helpful as you pursue your spiritual path. Mm -hmm. And we always welcome your comments, questions, and concerns. Simply send them to us at webradio at tsl.org. That's webradio at tsl.org. And please be sure to join us again.
2: Yeah, and remember, though the upward path may be difficult, the rewards are... Out Out of of this this world. (laughs) Thanks for joining us.
1: you again for joining us this week for the open door this program is broadcast live every tuesday at 2 p.m eastern time 11 a.m pacific time on the voice america seventh wave channel for more information about the open door and the summit lighthouse please visit our website at www.tsl.org we'll see you again next week